in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, all God, me. I'm very happy to be with you today and speak about a very dear subject to me, which is family counseling. We are from different continents, but in spite of this, as we heard in this beautiful song, we are one. Because all of us are the children of God. All of us, we are members in the body of Christ. So all of us are one. And we came here from America to tell you we are one, we love you, and we want to glorify the Lord together in protecting our families and protecting our children. The family is the nucleus of the society. If our families are strong, healthy, functional, then we will have a strong society. But if our families are struggling, then the whole society will struggle. And you as student counselors, I'm sure you are using the holistic approach, which means we are not dealing with the student as an individual, but no, this student is part of a system, this system called the family. So in order to help our students, we need actually to understand the family dynamics and how the family dynamics impacts the student life and impact all our life. Family dynamics are often complex and we may feel difficult to understand the dynamic of our families. But we should know that the family dynamic can have a significant impact on the conscious and unconscious choices. Every day we make choices, either conscious or unconscious. And the family dynamics have impact on both our choices, the conscious and the unconscious. Either we are children or we are adults. Family dynamics are the pattern of interaction. How we interact with one another in the family. There is healthy dynamic and unhealthy dynamics. And the family dynamics actually pass from generation to generation. So our grandparents, how they interacted with each other, this passed down to another generation, to another generation until it impacted us. These interactions, most of the time, the family members are not aware of it. And this is a challenge. Because without understanding the family dynamics, then we can adapt unhealthy and dysfunctional pattern in dealing with one another. The family dynamic, as I explained, has impact on every individual overall health and well-being. 
But what if I am in a dysfunctional family? I grew up in unhealthy atmosphere. When we are aware of how our family influences us, we can have control over whether the dynamics will shape my perception and actions or not. That's why self-awareness of the family dynamics are very important. When we are aware how we interact with each other, then I will have control and I will either allow or not allow these dynamics to impact my perception and my actions. Family dynamics impact all areas of life, making understanding them very important to individual who actually working toward living an emotional, healthy, spiritual life. Without a solid understanding of your own unique family dynamic, you will not feel fully in tune with why certain experiences are triggering, why this experience triggering certain feelings, why you are drawn to a certain career, why you are drawn to certain relationship, why you are drawn to certain friendship. All these choices are impacted by the family dynamics. What does it mean to understand family dynamics? It means, number one, being connected to yourself, being reconciled with yourself. And as you know, the Lord Jesus Christ, when He died on the cross, He made reconciliation on three levels. He reconciled us with God, He reconciled us with one another, and He reconciled the person with Himself. But now we have this grace of reconciliation. But what is our effort in order to enjoy this grace, to understand our family dynamics, and to be connected to ourselves? Then, number two, we develop insight, we develop understanding, we are enlightened, we see what are the interactions that are happening in my family. And number three, actually, I will understand my choices, why I am choosing what I am choosing, whether these choices are conscious or unconscious. Because self-awareness will help us to see healthy relationship and experiences. So family dynamic understanding then me connected with myself developing insight or enlightenment, then understanding how I make decisions, how I make choices in my life. What are the factors that affect family dynamics? The dynamics in our families are not limited to the current generation. But as I told you, these also include previous generation and we still feel the effect of some of their tradition, structures, and habits. Family dynamics are impacted by many things. For example, number one, parents' relationship. 
how my, our parents interact with one another. Is it loving relationship or there is a lot of conflict and fighting? Also, it is impacted if the parents or caregivers are not together or not dating or committed to other partners. Another factor, if there are children within the family and how many, the number of the children affect and impact the family dynamic. Dynamic in a family that has two children, different than dynamic in a family that has 11 children, for example. Another factor, if one or multiple parents or caregivers are abusive or neglectful or have abandoned a child or children completely, this factor impacts negatively the family dynamic. Another factor, if someone in the family has a chronic condition, cancer for example, or a member of the family is an addict, or a member or more has mental health disorders. Another factor, if the family or an individual within the family has experienced trauma, like sexual harassment for example, or homelessness, or a loss, or a divorce, or breakup, or death, all these factors will affect the family dynamic. Also, each family has certain values, and these values we pass on from generation to generation. So the values of our family passed on from our grandparents to our parents to us. So the family values that are unique for every family impact also the family dynamic. Another factor, what is the culture of the family? Different cultures have impact on the family dynamic and their belief system, whether they are, this belief system is religious or non-religious. Another factor is the power structure in the family. Who has the power? Who has the final word? Is it the children or the parents or one parents or none? Another factor, the parent-child attachment. Whether these attachments are secure and the children, while they are growing up, they feel secure or there is insecurity. Believe me, insecurity is the foundation of many anxieties and many conflicts that we have in our life. Another factor, what the pervasive family dynamic pattern are? What are the universal family dynamic in this specific family? Another factor, what are the environmental climate and experience is like that the family is living through? The environment in which we are living affects the family dynamic. The parenting style also affects the family dynamic. If multiple generations live within the same household, like grandparents, parents, children, children of children, living in the same household, the family members' temperament 
what they like, what they don't like, what they enjoy, what they don't. Also, the age of the family member, their personality. For example, a parent is relaxed or strict, or absent parent, he all the day working and the children never see him. Another factor, the job requirement of working parents, disability or chronic illness in a family member, and events like divorce, affair, trauma, grief, unemployment, all this can affect the family dynamic and sometimes cause depression. As you saw, there are so many factors. Everything, actually, everything we are exposed to can affect the family dynamic, can impact the family dynamic. That's why it's very important to understand the dynamics that impact me and impact my choices because understanding this will help me to have control over my life. How do we explain family dynamics? Family dynamics are the interactional pattern experience between family members. How they interact with one another. Dynamic includes what family roles you take on. Each member in the family takes a role, unconscious whether this role is healthy or not. The family dynamics include the interactional pattern as well as multi-generational interactional pattern that impact the entire family system. When I speak about healthy family dynamics, what is the healthy family dynamic? How can I see and examine whether the student I'm helping or my family is functioning healthy? Some of the characteristics of healthy family dynamic Number one, everyone in the family has a voice and is treated with respect. You can express your opinion. Even if there is disagreement, you can feel comfortable to say, I disagree with this, without being ashamed, without being scared. And also, this disagreement should be received with respect. Another factor, as I told you, the attachment between parents and children should be secure. Children should feel safe and secure. And this attachment with their parents should be healthy. Also, if there are children, the parenting style provides a structure and rule, but flexible and understanding and loving. If there is only control and no love, the children will be ridiculous. If there is permissiveness, love and flexibility, but no structure and no rules at all, the children will be irresponsible. That's why the balance between love and control, structure and rules on one hand, but understanding, loving, and flexible on the other hand. Because over-religion produces rebellious children. Totally non-structured produces irresponsible children. 
Another characteristic of the healthy family dynamics, everyone in the family feels love, safe, connected. They are not hungry for love. They don't search for love outside the family. Let me speak with more details about healthy family dynamics. In a healthy family dynamic, there is open communication. Open communication. Each member of the family is encouraged to speak for themselves rather than one person whose word is the law, is the rule in this family. No. Everyone can speak and can express themselves. When God created Adam and Eve before the fall, we read in Genesis a very important word about them. We read in the book of Genesis that both Adam and Eve, before the fall, they were naked and unashamed. I'm not speaking here about the physical nakedness, but the word naked means the ability to uncover all my thoughts, all my feelings, all my emotions, all my anxieties, all my worries, without being ashamed. That is the meaning of being naked and unashamed. If in my family, I cannot uncover all my worries, all my fears, all my thoughts, without the fear of being ashamed, then the family here doesn't have open communication. There should be open communication rather than one person acting as an interpreter or message carrier for the whole family. Another important point in a healthy family is the emotional support. As the Lord told us, love one another. Even He told us, love your enemies. And He told us, if you love those who love you only, what credit do you have? Even the tax collectors and the sinners do the same. Emotional support is when everyone is allowed to communicate their anxiety, their fear, their sorrow, and this received with acceptance, not with rejection, with love and support. Emotional support enhances each family member's ability to care for themselves. When I have emotional support, then I will be able to for myself. For example, a child or a student who is being bullied at school should feel comfortable enough to tell his family what's happening. If he's scared, if he's uncomfortable to tell them what happened with him in school, then this family is unhealthy. The dynamics in this family is unhealthy. Another example if individual has just been laid off from his work, he should feel comfortable asking his partner for their help for looking for a new job without being scared of being humiliated or being put down or looking down on him. Another characteristic of a healthy family dynamic shared responsibility and authority means not only one parent or both parents are responsible for everything and they are not only the ones who are making decisions 
But the power in the family is shared among everybody. And the responsibility shared among everybody. And when I say responsibility, I'm not speaking only about like household chores, no. Even respect. Each family member is responsible to show respect to the rest of the family. Inclusiveness, to include everybody. When I think about a project or making a decision, I include everybody. So the power here is shared. Also, parents should give creative opportunities for their children or other family members to lead in order actually to raise them as leaders in the society. We need to train them while they are growing how to lead and to be in charge of certain projects according to their age, their ability. For example, parents may ask their children for input when discussing the chores list or the destination of the next family vacation. So instead of the father or mother saying, we are going to spend our vacation in this place. No, it will be a discussion. So the children feels included in, in the decision making. Also, both husband and wife should share the responsibility of preparing the house for Christmas to avoid holiday stress. Not one person actually is preparing the house, but everybody, father, mother, children, all of them, and they can make it a teamwork, enjoyable event, memorable event. They look for it from year to year or from feast to feast. Another important characteristic of the family dynamic, healthy family dynamic, is the balance between work and family. You know that most of the males, fathers and mothers now are working. And the traditional family in which the father is working and the mother is staying home is not there anymore. That's why a lack of balance between work and family can be a source of conflict within the family and at work. In my experience, I saw many children and many youth were lost completely because their parents are workaholic. They work all the time without giving time to their children. And when they return home, they are stressed from the work, so they don't have quality time to spend with their children. Although they are saying, we are working for our children, but because they don't keep this balance, they lost their children to drugs or sexual immorality or suicide or atheism, etc. So greater balance between work and family can diminish conflict and lead to healthy relationships in both areas, in work and in family. For example, one of the parents in a nuclear family might spend too much time dealing with work, work responsibility and is not spending enough time with his children or with his spouse. And this may cause conflict and stress in the family. Why? Because 
their partner, their spouse, and the children are taking on more responsibilities at home because the father is absent at work. So they are taking more responsibility. So this causes a stress on the whole family. Besides, there is no quality time spent between this whole person and his spouse and children. This could lead to tension between parents and children. Another important element in the healthy family dynamic, expressing interest in each other's lives. For example, children come, Dad, I want to tell you about my day in the school. So the father says, I am tired, it's boring, I don't want to hear. Or a spouse wants to share with the other spouse about their day in work. And the other one, you know, hearing him while he's sleeping, not paying attention, not showing interest. That's not healthy for the family. By taking interest in each other's life, family members may each other feel valued and included. When you are interested in my life, then I feel you value me. I am valued by you. And also I'm included in your life. For example, family members ask each other about their day when they eat dinner together and they support each other's important event. Even don't wait until your children come and ask you or, or tell you about their day or your spouse come and tell you about their day. Now you initiate, you ask, how, how was your day today in school? How was your day today in work? If a child, for example, is participating in a school play, all family members should attend the show, encourage him, support him. But if they are absent, then he feels not valued. Nobody is interested in the presentation that he is doing. Another important characteristic of healthy family dynamic, providing support and discipline to children. This characteristic of healthy family dynamic sees parents taking an active role in the children's life. I am not leaving the children without any rules, without any discipline. The Bible actually instructs parents to discipline their children. Many verses in the book of Proverbs about you need to discipline your children. Even in the New Testament, St. Paul addressed this issue in many of his letters, St. Peter as well. The key to discipline is to do it in a loving way. Because discipline without love will produce rebellious children. So yes, there is discipline, there is structure, and this is very important to support the well-being of our children, but this should be done in a loving way. Parents should discipline children in a positive way by replacing punishment that frightens them with the strategies that encourage better behavior. Sometimes discipline frightens our children. If you don't do this, if you don't brush your teeth, 
No, you will be grounded for three hours. And the child feels frightened because of this threat. So the positive encouragement are better than the punishment. For example, instead of demanding them to brush their teeth, otherwise they will be grounded, you can use encouraging language. You can say, I know you don't want to brush your teeth, but we can do it together. So encourage your children, encourage your children, encourage your students. Each one, even adult, like encouragement. Threatening even adult will act is, is not good actually. Another characteristic is shared respect. Allowing everyone to have a voice is an important part of family dynamics. This means I respect this person and allow him to speak and I hear him. In this family culture of mutual respect, constructive conflict is embraced. So if there is disagreement, it will be in a constructive way. Even if conflict does arise, family members work to resolve it rather than punishing those whose opinion differ. If there is disagreement, the family members will not punish the person who is in disagreement. How dare you disagree with all of us? But wisely, gently, kindly, lovingly, they will resolve this issue rather than punishing those whose opinion Another characteristic in a healthy family is creating a safe and a loving environment. A safe and loving environment is one in which parents set good example. For example, stay positive and they display affection. They show affection and love and they are positive. These family dynamics help members nurture relationship and build a strong human connection. What are the types of family dynamics? As I told you, there are healthy family dynamics and unhealthy family dynamics. So the family dynamics like a spectrum. And no one is healthy 100%, another family is unhealthy 100%. But it is a spectrum. It ranges from unhealthy to healthy and everything in between. So we need to know where my family falls, toward the healthy or toward unhealthy or somewhere in the middle. And family dynamics are not stagnant, it's dynamic. So for example, a family dynamic can move from healthy unhealthy. If event happened, a person is diagnosed with cancer, if there is death in family, if somebody lost his job. So some events can impact the family dynamic. And family dynamic that's healthy, if they are not aware, then they can shift to be unhealthy. And the opposite is true. Unhealthy family dynamic, if they are aware of this unhealthiness and work on making the family dynamic healthy, it can shift toward healthy family dynamic. Family dynamics can be impacted by those involved in the family system. 
family system is not only the family, but include all those you interact with. An example of a family dynamic, family with one parent and one child will have a different family dynamic than a family household that includes two grandparents, two parents and several children. As I told you, this can impact the dynamic. In the family dynamic, each one of the family unconscious assume one of the roles. In a healthy family, the roles will look like this. Father and mother, equal, loving relationship. If we are dealing with a family that has one parent, or multi-generational household, the healthy parenting method to nurture their children should be healthy attachment established, appropriate rules and boundaries, and unconditional love. Again, the balance between love and control, as I mentioned. What about unhealthy dynamics? Unconsciously, the different family members slip into dysfunctional family rules. For example, a young girl in the family, when she sees her parents neglecting her siblings, so she takes the role of caregiver. And in this way, actually, she is enabling the parents to be more negligent to their children. Because now she is taking the role of the caregiver. Another member can be the scapegoat of the family. Any problem, this is the reason. So we put on, on this person, or uh, we blame him for the dysfunctionality in the family. Somebody may take the role of the hero, the one who will deliver the family, who will rescue the family, who has all the answers, he has all the solutions, even if he's delusional. Somebody may take the role of the lost child, Actually, when there is a lost child, the rest of the family become intact because all of them, they are focusing on how to rescue this lost child. So somebody, some subconsciously, may continue to be lost in order to keep the rest of the family members together. In the same way, the mascot or addict or identified patient, etc. So, in dysfunctional family, you can see how different family members are taking different roles. These roles are not their roles to begin with, are not, but they are taking these roles to serve the family to continue or to survive, even in dysfunctionality. And now, after we understand the importance of family dynamics, we should know that family dynamics affect the children's development. Because family dynamics become the basis for how the child views himself, their relationship, and the world around them. For example, I perceive myself as unloved child. That's why many 
youth suffer from low self-esteem. I am not worthy to be loved. I'm not worthy to be valued. Sometimes parents say to their children, we don't not plan to have you, but you were born by mistake. And they mean they did not plan to have this child. But there is no one person is born by mistake. God is the one who is actually planning everything. If I am here, then it is the will of God to be here. But what this message sends, you are unwanted a child. We are not interested in you. We are not valuing you. This is a very wrong message. So what is unconsciously, unconsciously absorbing and experience during childhood greatly impacts their choices as adults, including who they are attracted to, what type of goals they have, and how they handle conflict. Let me give an example. A child who grew with a very controlling parents, he became completely compliant. Completely compliant means he cannot make decisions or choices for himself. So when he grew up, he needs what? He needs somebody to, to lead him. He needs somebody to make decisions for him. That's why these children, the compliant, are attracted to controller because they looking for somebody to control them. That's how family dynamics impact. But while growing up, even if I grow with a controlling parent, and I, am, I understand this control in the family can make me compliant, then through the grace of God, I can develop myself in order not to be compliant and take control over my life through the grace of God then this will not impact my choices when I grow up. Children who grew up in houses with unhealthy family dynamics, abuse, neglect, over-district parenting, over-loose parenting, poor communication, insecure attachment style, these children are more likely to develop mental health disorders. And usually this disorders appear during adolescence. So bipolar, borderline, OCD, obsessive compulsive, etc. And may experience more difficulty within relationships. That's why in, in family therapy, they are using what we call family system theory. Family system theory. This theory says that individuals don't have individual problem. Meaning, if I have problem, if I'm addict or, or whatever, it's not because I am a bad person. God created all of us in His image after His likeness. But we are impacted by the complexity of family dynamics on a multi-generation level. That's why if I am counseling an addict, understanding the family dynamics, even on several generations, will help me how to address his addiction problem. Because his addiction problem is not his problem in a vehicle, but it's impacted by the family. This approach is able to identify and address an individual's difficulties 
and also the uncomfortable symptoms by examining their relational experiences. This approach actually frees the person from the feeling that I am bad. Nobody is bad in himself or in himself, but there are factors affected us or shape us this way. Just I will take a few minutes to quickly speak about six types of family dynamics. Quickly. So various types of dynamics are present within each family system. This dynamic dictates how a family functions and the power roles parents and siblings play. Who has the power? Who has the final word? So let's take a closer look at six types of family dynamics. Number one, authoritarian. The parents are controlling. This family is all about following the rules, without any exception. And one, fam one family member is very controlled, and he expects others to follow him without negotiation or questioning. Other family members are not allowed to be involved in solving challenges, problems, or share their opinion. And this is a very dysfunctional family, very dysfunctional family by now. Failure to adhere to the rules is usually met with punishment rather than constructive feedback. For example, the head of the household sets the rule for when everyone in the family must be home for them. If anyone is late, they are met with aggression and punishment. The second type was authoritative. And this is one of the best family dynamics. Authoritative. Because yes, there are rules, structure, and consequences, but not in the same way as authoritarian dynamics. So one individual sets the rule while validating other family members' feeling and respecting their opinions. The authoritative family member, yes, stays in charge, but they use positive discipline, not punishment and aggression, such as reward system and praise to reinforce good behavior. They don't use threatening punishment for disobeying the rules. For example, the parents set clear household rules for their children and explain the reason behind their rules. Rather than saying, eat your vegetable because I said so, that's authoritarian. They said, eat your vegetable so you can help your body and your brain grow. Different way of saying the same message. Another dysfunctional family dynamic is the competitive. With competitive family dynamics, family members are continuously comparing with one another. There is competition all the time within the household. And members try to outshine their relatives. I am better than you. So this competition could be for many things. Attention, recognition, power. Competitive dynamics can take place between siblings when parents encourage their children to challenge each other. Like when Jacob got color shirt for Joseph 
this created competition between Joseph and his siblings. Another example is spouses competing over their professional achievement, whether that's promotion raises or has high talent. It's dysfunction. Another dysfunctional family dynamic is called uninvolved. Means family members are not present to each other. They, they are in the same room, but they are distant from each other. Individuals don't really know what the other members of the family are doing. And there is lack of support and guidance. As if they are in a hotel, each one staying in a room, and they are disconnected from each other. They are staying in the same household, but they are disconnected. They are not involved in each other's love. One person in a marriage may be totally disinterested in their spouse's life, rather than asking their partner how their being was or supporting him in time of need, they are dismissive and neglectful. Number five, communal. This is a good, a functional family dynamic. It reminds me with the early church during the time of the apostles, when everything was shared among them. So the presence of communal dynamics emphasizes the family as a community in which every member makes a contribution. Individual opinions are respected. All voices are heard. In a communal family structure, tasks are shared. Everyone helps setting the rule, solve the problem and challenges. All family members are encouraged to actively participate in making decisions and setting rules. The last one, alliance space. This is dysfunctional. Alliance-based dynamic lead to members of the family to group together and claim of each other. So maybe you have two leaders in the family. Maybe a parent and a child. And there is competition between these two leaders. And each one tries to make alliance, a group, supporting them. Certain family members form alliances in order to gain leverage over other members of the family. They agree to work together for, mutual, for mutual interest. So there is a mutual interest. I will support you, but you support me. And their agreement can be explicit or implied. They don't have to speak out. They are spoken about their agreement. It's just implied. So in a still family, for example, biological siblings may form alliance against there is still siblings. Or a child can form an alliance with one parent and pit him against the other parent or other siblings. Here, father and child are grouping together against the mother. This is just an introduction to the importance of family dynamic, especially in serving the youth. So when we counsel the youth, uh, we need to understand their family, the interaction in their family, and we diagnose the family dynamic, and how this family dynamic impacted their life. With this self-awareness, 
we will make the youth connected to themselves, develop insight, and then be aware of the choices that he's making and why he's choosing what he's choosing. This will help him and help her to grow in the likeness of the Lord and to glorify God in everything they are doing. Glory to God forever and ever. Amen.